Hello and welcome back to another episode of Chats with Chuck. Today I'm here with two of HAC's best basketball players and my good friends, Anna Thomas and Quinn Hartman. Anna and Quinn, thanks for joining the show. Thank you for having me. These two are both coming off of phenomenal seasons and high school careers, and I can't wait to get into that. But we won't just be talking about basketball today. Anna and Quinn are Harley lifers and graduating seniors, so we're going to be talking about that experience as well. Let's get into basketball. Anna, tell me a bit about your HAC sports career and a bit about your basketball career. Um, So my sports career was pretty rough the beginning of high school. Teams were always mediocre, not terrible, but my senior year we really had um, a really big uphill for everything. Uh, what other sports did you play? Okay, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I did um, soccer and basketball, and then I did track for two years. I did not play track last year, and I'm not playing this year, but track team is always phenomenal. Soccer, we had an amazing season this year. We went to sectional finals, lost in sectional finals. And basketball, we our record was 18-2, and two, which was a huge jump from the record last year. We had a new coach this year, and... Things really were really great year for the senior girls sports. Yeah, shout out Coach Lewis. Yeah, shout out Coach Lewis. So you're a fan, the new coach, the program's improving, you think? Yes. Do you think the team's moving in a good direction for future years? Definitely think so, but also both the teams are stacked with seniors. So I think they're going to have, next year I think both teams are going to have, especially basketball, a little bit of a rougher patch adjusting, but I think they can definitely still do well. And I I, uh, would also say that the boys have a strong coach as well, and Mm. you could talk more about that. So, Quinn, why don't you tell us about your HAC Um, sports career? So, kind of the culture here at HAC has always been, you know, academically focused. Sports has always come second. And um, back when I was – sorry, back when I was in seventh grade, uh, Mark Robinson is his name, took the coaching job at the modified level. And um, he's worked his way up all the way to the varsity coach uh, as I've moved up through the years and has really like individually transforms kind of the way uh, all of us uh, look at the game and approach the game and um, you know think of our ourselves as a team and so yeah it's been amazing uh, unfortunately we lost this year in, uh, in the second round of sectionals but uh, it, it was it was the season was a whole lot of fun and you know, we won games too. So yeah, I would like to add to that. Um, I would agree with that about my coach as well. He completely changed the dynamic for not just HAC basketball, but HAC sports. We actually got people at our games this year. We had a huge turnout for fans. We had themes for the games, and we had prime time five eight five at some of our games. News at our games. We had different photographers at our games. Mm-hmm. The entire sports culture just completely changed with both of our coaches, especially. Yeah. And that's something that this impact that they made is gonna last forever, even after they leave. They they left a legacy that is just gonna completely change HAC basketball and, and sports in general. And it appears to me that these coaches are pretty committed to the HAC program yes. and that you know we we do have some good good time with them is, yes. is Robinson the only coach that you had on basketball uh I had he actually let me rephrase he joined he joined eighth grade um seventh grade I had some gym teacher from Allendale so he was basically your so, coach all the way through yeah no yeah he's been he's been my coach for some time now and so both teams had pretty solid years this year you'd mm-hmm. say you said you went 18 and three yeah or 18, 18 and two, two for the girls yeah. team and did you guys win a sectionals game? We lost second round, sadly, as well. We had a we should have won. We had a bad game, but we forget about that. It was a tough outing. Yes. Yeah. And you guys won a sectionals game, right? Yeah, On the road. Uh, it was a home game. Oh, Lindenville, 
uh, first round. I missed it. It was, you know, it was a weak team. Uh, and then second round, we played, we played line, we played, sorry, we played Dundee um, on the road, lost by four, I think it was. Um, yeah, it was heartbreaking, but, you know. Had you played Dundee already this year? We had. We'd played them twice, uh, and we were one and one against them coming into it. Uh, we won the first game by like 20, and then, you know, we went halfway through the season we went out there and lost by like 20 so yeah we had know. problems with dundee as well they were the only team we lost to in our league yeah, Dundee's tough. first game we should have won it was just a bad game and then the second game i fouled out like literally in the first quarter because i was just like i was playing badly but also i was just really hyped i really wanted to win and i like came in too strong so the second game was tough but they were the only team we lost to so it was definitely sad. The last game was really sad. I I think the boys too were mm-hmm. some tears were shed. It's it's really hard especially your senior year knowing like you're never going to play this sport again, you know. How long have you guys been playing basketball competitively? 3rd grade. Yeah, like first, second, third grade, something like that. So it's been a big part of your life. I don't mm-hmm. think either of us are planning on playing college no. basketball, so it's yeah, it's it was, really sad. It was devastating, yeah. 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 Would you say you had good individual seasons? Yes, I would. I broke the steals record for HAC for all time and had the most steals in a league game ever. Do you happen to know where your career steals are? S- no, but I know the mo- <laughs> I know the most from the league game. I had thirteen steals in a game, which was like a league game. Like it wasn't like a bad team. Um, and I'm up there with assist record. I think I'm second or third. Um, but yeah, I'd say my individual career was really good. I've been starting on varsity since an eighth grader. So you averaged seven and a half steals per game this yeah. year, which is extremely impressive. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it really is crazy to think about. And you know, going to the games, it looks like she averages more mm-hmm. and is always around yeah, the no, ball defensively. It can be a little embarrassing for the other teams at times. Thank you. <laughs> yes, it can. Can each of you give me like a, a best moment or a favorite story from your HAC basketball careers? Yeah, um, I would say my junior season uh, sectionals. It was uh, the first round. We played Clyde Savannah. Um, you know, we come out. They're they're a strong team, um, and we come out of the gate just like go down fourteen zero. You know, it's like the first minute and a half, and next thing you know, we're down fourteen zero. Coach calls a timeout. He's you know he's screaming at us and. Uh, and kind of you can feel that you can almost feel the the energy change a little bit, and we end up coming back out, going on a little run there, chipping away slowly but surely. And by the end of the game, I think we won by like two or three points. Um, so just that game was uh, definitely my favorite basketball moment of my life, and it was just wild to be a part of. Um, you know, I can still remember like what it felt like to you know win that game, hear that final whistle blow and I think I feel like I think we won it on like a couple free throws at the end. So yeah. Did you play a big role in the comeback? Um I played most of the game. You know, I never really uh I wasn't really the guy that was scoring the points. Um but you know I was I played the majority of that game and uh, so yeah, contributing, exactly. facilitating, I, I defending, you know, all that. Yeah. Quinn, like, even if he's not like always scoring the most points, he's always like doing something else, like to get his name on the stats, like whether that's steals or assists. Or, like he's always doing something, and like I think that's important for basketball. Is like it's not just about the points. Like you just if you're doing something, like every little role someone plays makes a huge difference. I would say as a spectator, Quinn comes across very much as a team player. Uh-huh, exactly. Um, you know, he, he's doing whatever is asked of him by coach. He mm-hmm. is a talented scorer and can score when he needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you often see him passing or just moving off ball, yeah. trying to create defense, uh, create offensively, or playing very aggressive defense. Yes. So, um, I, I enjoy watching both of you play and, and watching both of your teams you. play. So I, I think I know the answer to this question, but is basketball your favorite high school sport? Yeah. Yes. I um, well, basketball is my favorite, but this year was definitely my favorite. The previous years. The co- we had some issues with the coach. So the previous years, I liked the team aspect of soccer more, but the sport of basketball is always going to be number one for me. Like basketball, mm. the sport is just like amazing. It's the most fun thing to ever play. But the team dynamic of soccer, I loved. But this year, basketball and soccer, I'd say we're definitely equal, if not basketball, a little more. For me, it's definitely basketball. I mean, I love soccer. Um, uh, I'll definitely miss soccer. But, you know, basketball has always been, like, you know, the sport I play. So, mm-hmm. Do you guys think you're going to play um, intramurals or, or rec leagues in college or even yeah. club if you can? I think I'll do intramural. There's also, like, a JV team, which is hard to make. But Coach said he's going to reach out to the coach and, like, put in a good word for me. So I might try out for that, too. Yeah, no, I remember a couple weeks back I was watching a friend of mine play in, like, a men's league. And it kind of made me realize that, like, you know, even if I'm not, you know, going to continue playing – basketball at the college level there's always an option to you know play organized basketball even until i'm like you know 50 years old so yeah that's definitely something i'm excited about and it's it's a great you know just like life skill and experience to Mm -hmm. be Uh a good basketball player and good enough to compete and go Mm -hmm. play with your friends or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh so uh good, good that you guys have that experience so i think that about wraps up the sports talk but as i mentioned before we are also discussing one more topic you guys are graduating seniors, as am I, but the difference for you is that you have you are Harley lifers. Your entire academic careers have been at Harley, right? Yes. So when, when did you guys start? Nursery Red. Nursery Red, yeah. So like three years old. We're in the same yeah, class. Yeah, Quinn so and I have known each other since we were three. Yeah. So you've been here since like 2007? Yeah. Yeah, 2007, yeah. Wow. Or six, <laughs> eight, eight. Seven. Two, seven. 2007. 2007. My bad, cut that out, please. <laughs> it's okay. Cut it, cut it. Cut it. Um, Cut right here. So I, I guess, can, like, also you'll each have a chance to answer this, but Quinn, why don't you tell me what has been something that's been beneficial or that you really liked about spending your whole life at Harley? Um, yeah, I'd say, like, the sense of community, I guess, that I've, I've built over the years. Uh, and, you know, Harley hasn't just been a part of my life. It's, it's you know, my parents went to Harley my grandparents went to Harley it's it's almost a tradition mm-hmm. for my family so yeah. I don't like the, the sense of community is so strong and you know my relationships with so many different people here uh are something are things I'll take with me could you see yourself sending your kids here I could yeah assuming I can afford it um I I could I don't know that's like a it's a long long a ways long down ways the line away, but you I say it's know. a family tradition uh-huh. so yeah Anna Life. Similar to what Quinn said, I love this place and like I feel a sense of trust within my entire grade. I can be my organic raw self and like I know everyone like even though I don't talk to some people every day like everyone honestly I feel like knows who I am and I know the essence of who everyone else is and like it really is like a family and like although you may not like perfectly get along with everyone you have like your crazy uncle and stuff but like you're a family you know what I'm saying and like you all just kind of come together and at the end of the day like that is something like other schools don't have like class trips where like 
all of us will just be together without our phones we'll all be playing a game our entire grade like Mm -hmm. it's moments like that where i'm just like so blessed to be here and on top of that the relationships i have with my teachers are something i'm going to be forever grateful for and relationships i think i'm going to sustain for the rest of my life like i literally text some of my teachers like i give them updates on my life they truly care about me growing as a person and like my friends from other schools especially public schools don't have that or understand that and like i'm really grateful that harley has given me that gotcha yeah and you're right about on on both both counts there are really some amazing like moments that we have yeah Mm -hmm. as this smaller community where we know everyone and really really know everyone in our grade you know Mm -hmm. we we're familiar with everyone in the upper school but we i do feel like i i basically know Mm -hmm. every person in our grade Mm -hmm. and it like you're like you talked about some of those school trips have been highlights of my my entire life yeah, I mean, like, I think back to like Sprout Creek Farm. Yeah. Like, oh man, and just, just like so ghost in the graveyard, Anyone, hide and seek. No, no one's complaining do, that they don't have their phone. Like, do you guys have just, any stories that yeah. you'd like to share? Um, Alex, Lucy, and I were hiding in a shed <laughs> during Ghost in the Graveyard. And Where were we? Sprout Creek Farm. And one of the workers um, came into the shed with a pitchfork, and we're still hiding. It's like pitch black, twelve at night. Alex. And I, I kid you not, like, peed our pants. Like, genuinely, like, our pants were soaking wet. Like, pee was coming on the ground. Because, you know when you're hiding and you have to pee? Like, it's just a yeah. weird thing yeah. that they do. Yeah. So, we just started peeing, like, all over ourselves. And we're like, shh, shh, like, don't talk. Like, the guy's in here. He's able to picture it. We're scared to death. And then he finally leaves, and we won the game. We didn't get caught. But it was... Was it worth it? Yes. It was definitely worth it. That was my favorite trip ever. It was yeah. a great trip. Quinn? I don't know if I have, like, one, you know, specific story. Steel but it just yeah that's something <laughs> <laughs> i don't I don't know this story <laughs> um Tell on the Sprout creek farm uh Sprout creek farm trip back this is seventh grade right yeah um you know Quinn and i had a budding romance and Anna had a budding romance yeah <laughs> uh and i remember i i bought this Steelers bracelet for a couple bucks on amazon and uh worked up the courage to give it to her um, it was very cute, but then I lost it. Since like, you lost it, yeah. Like a month later. But did it that was, break your heart? It did. It was it was tough, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was really cute. We were all hiding together and he like pretended he had to go pee and I hear him opening the package and then he turns around and he's like, oh, I, I I got this for you. Like happy birthday and yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because it was your birthday on yeah. the trip or something yeah. like that. I would say uh one of my favorite stories from Sprout Creek Farm, which was probably my favorite trip as well, was uh, do you guys remember the electric fence around the the pig yeah. area? Uh-huh. So me and Alex would go up and touch it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, one time he touched it and he had this big reaction. Like he jumps and he's like, ah, and he was like, why'd you do that? And I was like, what? And he was like, nah. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, it just uh-huh. seemed like it really hurt. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay, I'm going to touch it. And then I touch it. And just as I touch it, he slaps me in the back as hard as he can. And I said, why'd you do that? And he goes, because you did it to me. So he, he, got, he got shocked so hard that he thought I slapped him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it resulted That's in funny. him slapping me back much, much harder than I ever could have slapped him. Um, so, yeah. yeah. No, Chuck, I remember eighth grade, uh, Washington, D.C., we were in the same hotel room with Roman. Oh, and that was a fun room. We brought an Xbox or someone brought oh, an Xbox. Oh, Roman brought an Xbox. Roman brought snuck an Xbox. in the Xbox in his suitcase. Right. right. He stuffed it at the bottom of the suitcase and I remember that was like that was like prime time Fortnite days. And I just I can still picture like we were all sitting up till like, you know, late in the night just playing Fortnite, just rotating between the three of us playing solos and There there's there's no way you remember this, but do you remember when I got a stinger kill? 
<laughs> we all went crazy. Uh, I think so. I, I threw it. I mean, that maybe it wasn't called stinger. It was like the explosive plunger. The, the and I threw thing. it yeah, and it yeah, got yeah, on yeah. someone yeah. and I blew him yep. up and we like clipped it and we yeah. were all like yeah, yelling about it. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think so. Yeah. Those were, those were some uh, fun rooms. The, yeah. all, the hotel room stories. Not, not all of them can go on the podcast. Yeah. The A speech podcast, and debate. But. Also some fun trips. Yeah, that was definitely some fun trips with speech and yeah. debate. Um, yeah, Cape Cod. Yeah, oh, Cape, Cape, Cape Cod. Cod was a great trip. Yeah. It was. Uh, there were some difficult moments on that trip, yeah. but it, it definitely. I do think oh, it brought I our have grade a funny together. Story too from Cape Cod. Tell. Um, of course, it involves Alex, and we <laughs> were sharing a canoe, and it was like, what time of year did we go? Like spring, like around this, like March, April, maybe. Like it was still cold out. It was there. around now, yeah. a little later, maybe. The, the water was still like probably like I don't know, sixty degrees, like pretty cold, and I was like to the to the tour guide we were canoeing with and i was like what if I, like we're in sweatpants like jackets like we're not playing going in the water and i was like what if alex and i tipped the canoe and he was like i would be so mad like don't <laughs> even say that whatever of course alex and i tip the canoe we get literally stuck under the canoe and it's filled with water like 800 pounds of water we're trying to drag it from the bottom of the like lake it's like sinking the tour guide <laughs> has to jump out of his canoe dive into the freezing cold water together and Alex and I have to go sit on the shore dump out the canoe and for the rest of the trip we are soaking wet um it was miserable but it was really funny I, that was a fun that was a very poorly organized day yeah so no one knew to br- that we were going to get wet canoeing so we all yeah. wore warm clothes canoeing that got wet yeah. and then we had to go out on the boat on the um whale watching boat yeah so I don't know about you guys I ended up buying like you know some uh at a, i went to a gift shop bought sweats and a sweatshirt yeah. for the boat which i ended up also getting wet on the <laughs> yeah. boat so i got soaked I on the boat Queen i still remember I, the boat we were yeah. sitting at like the front yeah like, Queen and i went at the front and like we're purposely yeah. letting the waves hit us because uh-huh. we were like let's just enjoy it like we're already wet yeah. but then the rest of the time we're like huddled in the front of the <laughs> boat like our teacher had to give us her sweatshirt I, we got seasick we got yeah, crazy we got oh, i got seasick i yeah. threw up yeah, I see, think. I got to the point on the boat where the only dry thing I had left, at least for my upper body, was my t-shirt. Yeah. So, naturally, I took off the t-shirt <laughs> yeah. and ran outside to uh, get hit by the, the waves and surf, which was fun, but um, also very, very cold, very quickly. <laughs> yeah. But the whale watch was definitely a good experience. We didn't see many whales. No, I think we saw, like, one. And it wasn't there even, are, like, a There are thing. a lot of memories I have of Chuck taking off his t-shirt on yeah. the school trips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it happened. Bus, bus it, rides. it happened, yeah. Bus rides are also so the fun. Bus rides, yeah. And that's, great what, bus ride that's what's also hard with COVID. It's really sad we didn't we mm. missed a ton of like class trips yeah, and no, bus it's, rides too. It's crazy to think about like how different our, our high school experience was just because yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah. Like it changed so much. We yeah. missed what did we missed? New York City and yeah. junior prom. What else? And just like trips to like Costa Rica, like the Spanish oh, yeah, trip to Costa Rica. Yeah. Trip. Fr- I would have done the French yeah, trip. We trip Me, like GYLI, we would have gone yeah. to New Mexico and Costa Rica. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we missed an outdoor education yeah. camping like two trip. Of them, I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. We missed tough. whitewater rafting. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's sad. Hey, we got a beach day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did all go. That's what I love about our grade. Like we all went to the beach. It was cold as like really cold wasn't it mm-hmm. it was and it was i actually it was a nice day yeah but, it was but the, like water was the, the water was cold the water was cold and we all just decided to strip and just go in the water well, and we had a great time yeah and we were wrestling on the beach with yeah. football we always i think our grade always makes the most of everything we yeah. always end up having fun no matter what we're doing when we're all together and like i think that's something really special and unique about our grade and it says something about us as a group of people uh-huh. you know not only do we all like to have fun but mm-hmm. we can work together towards yeah. the common goal which for us is to have fun yeah 
like we've gotten through the pandemic together like we just know how to persevere and like go through all the challenges and just like you know come out together on top and i think not only is that an enjoyable experience but it's something that we're learning at harley yeah which is how to work as part of a a small mm-hmm. community or a smaller group mm-hmm. towards common goals and how to share common values mm-hmm. and, and do things for the greater good and these are things that we're going to be able to do in college or yeah. even past college do you guys have any stories from say the buses um, on the uh the bus trips that you'd like to share i have a couple um, I definitely remember, you know, Chuck's killer dance moves, ripping off the shirt, yeah, swinging, <laughs> swinging it around. I remember I would just like go from seat to seat to seat, just talking yeah. to people. Like everyone was constantly switching seats. You would do like forward rolls on the bus, and there'd probably be like a movie playing. No one was watching it. No one was paying attention. It was, it was really fun. Yeah. The do bus rides were so great. Do you remember that there was always drama over like? Who, who was sitting with, with who? who. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> you know, friends picking friends. Yeah. Or boyfriend who was, and girlfriend. Yeah, who was sitting with a She's boy or a girl. She's me for her boyfriend, stuff like that. Who's yeah. in the very last row yeah. next to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> My number one uh, bus story is, do you guys remember the time? I don't remember which teacher it was, but it was in middle school. I think it would have been, I think it must have been seventh grade when the teacher uh, walked to the back of the bus and went in the bathroom. <gasps> and yes. yes. And Scotty was, yeah. gets up. And, and starts banging. bangs on the yeah, it door. Was, what's her name? Does she still go here? I probably shouldn't say her name. I don't. I don't. Is rem- it? Don't say it. She, I, I think know. she was the middle yeah. school SSP teacher. Yeah, Scotty. Yeah, that's who I thought it was. Scotty goes to the door and just starts like banging on it, and he's like doing like a a voice, and he's like, "Let me in, let <laughs> me in." Something like that, and she screams back. Yeah. And then he did it again. And he and then she came out and she was pissed, but no one said he did it. Yeah. He did it for like 10 minutes, so she was in there for a while. I was surprised that no one, no one <laughs> caved on trouble. that. Yeah. yeah, no one snitched. We all just kind of... Do you guys remember the time that in eighth grade in D.C., we went to Ford's Theater and we get back on the bus and the driver had just, like, I don't know, had an accident in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I also remember, like, I don't know which trip this was. I think this was Niagara Falls, like fifth grade. Were you here? No. No. But the bus driver, like, illegally parked and got, like... A, hundreds of dollars worth of tickets <laughs> i don't know i don't remember that but i do remember alex on the bus uh <laughs> locking himself in the bathroom and yeah, i can i can remember him like shouting he's on the phone with his you know with his stockbroker right mm-hmm. um but he's, he's yelling like buy apple buy apple <laughs> and <laughs> we could all hear him yeah we were dead silent back there yeah waiting, waiting for his phone call um i don't i don't think he was actually talking to a stockbroker <laughs> yeah i doubt it so kind of back to the the more looking back stuff. What are you guys going to miss most about Harley? I think the feeling of like just like being comfortable. Like I feel like this is my home, you know? Like we we're talking about this in hospice actually, but just like the fact that like your home is a place where like it's a feeling, you know, it's not a place and okay, let me start over. Home, <laughs> it's like a home. It's like a feeling where you feel comfortable, you can be who you want to be, and you know, like, you're always going to be included and you belong there. And, like, I feel like everyone in our grade truly belongs in our grade and, mm-hmm. like, is meant to be here, you know? And I that's what I like about Harley is there's so many, like, different kids from different places, different backgrounds, different social status, money, everything like that. But, like, at the end of the day, we all come together and, like, are just family. Yeah. I would say, I don't know if this really makes sense as an answer, but I would, I would say, like, Harley itself, really, it's been, 
it's been like a staple in my life for mm-hmm. you know the past 14 years that you know come September I go back to Harley for another year of mm-hmm. school you know that's just how it is that's like my life my entire life as far as I can remember Oh, that's, um, that's a great answer. And there, there's so much to miss. And it really is an incredibly unique place. Incredibly. Yeah. There's nothing like it. And for, you know, for all its fa- faults, of which it has many, mm-hmm. it, we, I think that we appreciate what it gives to us, which is an yeah. extremely unique educational, social mm-hmm. high school experience yeah. or full life experience for mm-hmm. the two of you. I'm really going to miss like the relationships I have with like, especially the teachers, like they seriously want you to learn, like not just regurgitate for a test. I genuinely feel like they want you to leave Harley and be a good person and like be prepared for the world. You know what I'm saying? If you, I can literally be like, I want to have a lesson outside today and like 70% chance the teacher will let us have the lesson outside, you know, stuff yeah. like that. And they, they really do care about us as yeah. people and, mm-hmm. it, and it shows and it's not that case in other schools. No. Yeah. And they know me. I feel like genuinely all my teachers know who I am as a person, as a learner, as a student, and like what I need to learn best. And I feel right. like they know that about everyone. But not just as a student, as like a person. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. On like a personal level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So definitely. you guys both know where you're going to college next year, yes. right? Yeah. Quinn? Uh, I'm going to be going to Colby College. It's in Maine. And Anna? I'm going to be going to University of Pittsburgh. It's in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> so what aspects of Harley influence or inform your decisions about college? Personally, I chose a big school because as much as I love Harley, I'm going to miss it. I feel like I've been in quite of a quite a bubble for a lot, large part of my life. And I was ready to like take that leap of faith and like... Spread your wings yeah, and fly. Yeah, spread my wings and fly and go to that big school and, like, with big sports. And I was just ready for it. As much as I'm going to miss Harley and the dynamic, it's a huge, huge change for me. I, I feel prepared, and I'm I'm excited. For me, I guess, just uh, kind of the academic excellence, I don't know if that's the word, that Harley um, kind of maintains, allow, I feel like allowed me to, you know, have the tools to get accepted to, a school like Colby, which is, you know, a difficult, somewhat difficult school to get into. Uh, so, you know. Disagreeable. That's <laughs> that's something, I guess. So so you would say that the just Harley's, like, academic rigor has prepared you yeah. for Colby? Uh-huh. Yeah. I agree. I feel like being around people that, like, want to do well and succeed makes me want to do well. Because you truly are. You become who you surround yourself with. And I feel like at a public school... I wouldn't have cared that much about my grades because I would be around people that didn't care that much about their grades. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily, but, like, at Harley, like, everyone truly, like, wants to do well. And, like, being around that environment makes you do well. And it can so also be, like, changes. really competitive at times, I think, but it's also, yeah. it could be a good thing. It I can, think it's often a healthy competition. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Everyone wants each other to do well, but mm-hmm. while also caring about themselves doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we wrap up, I want to give you guys an opportunity to say something. I'll give you a couple choices here, but I want you to either tell me something that you wish uh, someone had said to you as at you, and you can tell me what age you wish they said it to you at. Maybe it could have been when you started high school, when you started at Harley or something like that, or something that uh, you'd like to share with younger Harley students, a piece of advice or something like that, or... Uh, just recognize someone or something about Harley that is just a huge takeaway for you from your experience. I think this is something I was told a lot and I never like truly believed it, but 
it flies by so fast. Mm-hmm. And like as a freshman, you think it's never going to end. And I'm a senior now. And like, I feel like I, my, I was walking in freshman year yesterday. And I was so saying the same thing. Yeah. I think it's crazy. enjoy it. And like, I know like hardly, like, even if you go here, you make fun of it. You know, it's kind of like a weird, you know, a weirder place. Not, I don't know if that's the word, but you know, it could be a little weird, yeah, a little it's, quirky it's, and it's different. And like, you know, if you, someone goes to public school, they're like, what's Harley? Like people don't really know what it is, but like at the end of the day, like you should be so grateful that you're able to come here. It, it, it really mm-hmm. is such a great place. As many times I said, I wish I went to public school. I, I love this place, you know? And like, I, I'm so glad that I, I got to grow. I think it was an amazing place to grow up. It, it's just such a safe um, community and it really, made me become the person i am today i wouldn't be anywhere without this school so yeah no I, I was thinking like the same thing you know just cherish it really because it's crazy how fast time goes not not even at harley specifically it's crazy how fast time goes in mm-hmm. general it, but childhood like it's crazy to, you know I'm, I'm i'm also a senior it's yeah. crazy to me like it feels like high school just always felt like forever yeah to me you know when you're in it yeah w- once i started it it just I feel like I've just been in high school, yeah. you know, and yeah. uh-huh. in a couple months we won't be. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's going to be, it is a little scary. Like I, it, it's, I don't, I don't like talk about, like I, I don't identify as a high schooler, but yeah. when you think about the things that we all do with our lives, mm-hmm. it, they all kind of fall under the identity of a high schooler. Oh, yeah. well, and a majority of our time is spent in, as a high schooler, even in the summer, we're preparing for things for high school, you know? But it's also exciting because then we get to go to college and be who we want to be uh-huh. and, and learn so much about ourselves mm-hmm. and about the world. And it's, it's all so exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. also think... Um, it's important to like not stress too much about your grades and every, I know final exam time, like I would freak out, you know, like especially freshman, sophomore year, like I'd be really stressed out. And I think really just like slow down, take a deep breath and like, it's going to be okay. Like that one bad test grade is not going to like affect you, you know, like you just got to work hard and get through it and like try not to like dwell too much on things that go wrong. Yeah. I, I think, um, my message would be is that even if you think you aren't, you're going to figure it out. Yep. Uh, there are going to be challenges, academic, uh, you know, social, emotional, whatever, mm-hmm. in your time here, in your life. And uh, you're going to you're going to figure out like like we've all had a cl- had that class that we couldn't we didn't get it. Like I had a <laughs> class. I had a, a math class, algebra two. I didn't get it. Yeah. But you just I, don't grasp. But eventually I worked hard in my in my classes after that to get the stuff that I didn't learn that year and you get it and Mm -hmm. that and Harley will make sure that by the time that you leave this place you do get it and you Mm -hmm. do figure it out so don't worry yeah just just work hard and don't work against what Harley's doing for you Mm -hmm. and you'll get there also I think your teachers are like there to help you like if you're struggling in a class they will meet with you whenever they can to help you after school, before school, during lunch, to help you grasp the material. So take advantage of how kind your teachers are and like the last thing any benefit. teacher wants you to do is fail. Yeah, there, especially there are, here. There are schools where a teacher will want you to fail if yeah. you're not good enough in their class mm-hmm. because then they can just get rid of you. Yeah. At Harley, they want you to be their problem. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So, thank you guys for joining the show. I. Today was a great episode. I really loved your input and you gave me some great answers. 
So thank that, you, that John. being no, said, thank you for having that, us. guys, this is the next podcast. It's going to be on top number one on Spotify. So yeah. make sure you Chats follow Chuck Spotify, next. Apple Music. Yeah. It's basically if you can listen to a podcast on a website or an app, you can listen yeah. to Chats with Chuck. But don't on be it. a loser and follow this because if not, you can't say you were the first follower of Chats with Chuck when he makes it big time. Just saying. All right. That didn't make any sense. That being said, <laughs> that is a wrap on today's episode of Chats with Chuck. I, again, want to thank you guys, Anna and Quinn, for joining me and for your amazing input. And I plan to be back at you with another episode next week. And back at that, it again. That one with a surprise, very interesting theme that I think all my listeners will be excited for. No Listen spoilers. up. If this doesn't have the most views of any podcast he's made, I'm canceling y'all. <laughs> <laughs>